With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. So, are you tired of the American Campfire Revival yet? I'm not. Uh, I, I love meeting with you, and I commit to doing this with you every evening for no other reason than the reason I gave to my friend this afternoon as we sat down by the beach in uh, Laguna, California, and we talked about the fact that our only hope for this life and the next life is the kindness and power and grace and goodness of a kind and merciful God. So I was talking with my friend today, and I wanted to share this, this really insightful uh, bit of wisdom that my friend was giving me today. As we were sitting there, just the, the sun was, was just so warm and beautiful down there at the coast in Southern California in, in Laguna. And uh, he asked me, so how's your peace? I said, excuse me? He says, well, how's your peace? How, how's it doing? I mean, are, are you, is, is your peace intact, your peace of mind, your peace of heart, or are you, are you wringing your hands? Are you worrying? Are you, are you filled with anxiety and going, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on. What do I do? What do I do? Are you wondering what the will of, of God is in, in your life and in all of this? Or is your peace secure? Are you able to rest in what's happening? And it was a really good question. Um, so let me ask you, on a scale of one to 10, how, how is your peace? Zero being, I have no peace. Ten being, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at rest with everything going on in the world right now. Anxiety and worry and fear are, um, are familiar to us because of everything that's going on in the world. Uh, some of us have tried to make a new normal out of what's going on and get, we get used to the darkness. Uh, calling it the new normal, and that's a bad idea, um, but yet we, 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 we need to normalize what's going on. And my suggestion is that we shine the light and we have righteousness and beauty and truth be our normal and never settle for darkness and lies and propaganda and uh, manipulation and control as a new normal. Um, ask your friends from Cuba what that's like. Ask your friends from... Uh, Russia, what's that? What that's like, or from China, uh, what that's like, or uh, you know, visit people or YouTube people who are from other countries where that's their their normal, and they'll tell you you don't want to go there. God's word has a cure for worry and for anxiety and for fear. Number one, we know that uh, God says don't worry about anything. He says, but instead. Pray about everything with prayer and supplication. Prayer is talking with God. Supplication is, 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 is asking God. It's presenting your requests to God with thanksgiving. So, so that, that's an interesting combination, right? How do I ask God in the face of worry? How do I pray and ask God for something with thankfulness in my heart? Well, it's because, it's because of your theology. It's because of your knowledge of who God is, that he's faithful. And so you can thank him before you even ask him your request, knowing that when you ask him with a heart that desires to honor and please him, 
that he will grant you the desires of your heart and you can thank him for his kindness and for his goodness. Let your request be made known to God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your heart and guard your mind in Christ Jesus. And so God says, uh, worry is not going to bring you the benefits that you may think it does. Oh, I've, I've got to worry about this. What if this goes wrong? What if I'm so anxious and, anxious and filled with anxiety about these things? The truth is that's completely counterproductive. It doesn't help us at all. And I know worry uh, knocks at my door. Anxiety knocks on my door. But what I learn by trusting in God's promises is that those things have no place in the thought, in the thought life of a member of the family of faith. They shouldn't. Worry, anxiety, and fear don't come from God. God's not given us a spirit of fear. It doesn't come from Him. It comes from someplace else. In fact, He's given us a spirit of, of love and of power and of a, of a healthy, stable, strong mind. I love this other verse in, in Scripture that says, Rejoice always. Not rejoice when the sun is shining or not rejoice when uh, the republic is strong. Not rejoice... Uh, when circumstances and, and health is restored. No, rejoice always, even in the midst of prison, um, like Paul was in, even in the midst of failing health, even in the midst of um, impending disaster. Rejoice always. Sounds kind of crazy. Like, what are you, nuts? Are you loony? What, what, why would you rejoice in the midst of bad circumstances? And then he says, pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is God's will for you. Now, as a member of the family of faith who believes the word of God, I need to trust that that is the formula for my peace and my strength and my joy. Not because it, it appears to make sense in view of my circumstances, but that it makes perfect sense in the view of God's character. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your healthcare the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's healthcare. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. There is a God in heaven who is faithful, who created the universe and set the sun in place and set the planets in orbit around the sun and our solar system moving through the galaxies and through the universe and causing seasons to come and go and the sun to set and rise. 
and all is going perfectly according to his plan and therefore I can rejoice. Even if I see things right in front of me that aren't going the way that I want them to, think of Jesus headed toward the cross, nailing one hand to the cross, nailing the other hand to the cross, nailing his feet to the cross. If he was focusing on his immediate circumstances, you would think that his ministry had failed and yet this was the tee up for the great home run of of all time. That is the defeat of death by him dying. And he endured the cross, the Bible says, for the joy that was set before him. Where, Where do you see the joy in that? Because he could see that there was joy in sacrificing himself in obedience to God for the saving of others who could not save themselves and finds joy in that. You and I are not being nailed to a cross. How much more joy should we be able to find with with less difficult circumstances than that? I'm not saying it's easy, but what I am saying is that God gives us the faith to believe. And if we believe, we can find joy in the midst of difficult circumstances. The joy of the Lord is going to be my strength, and that's your strength. So I'm, I'm saying all this to you because I want you, and it's critical that you and I have joy in the midst of difficult circumstances. Maybe it's your personal relationship circumstances or your health or your money circumstances. And I'm thinking even more uh, globally about the world circumstance that we're in and the tyranny that we see uh, coming down even here in our country in America. And it's happening quickly and it's happening with intensity that is shocking. But the joy of the Lord is your strength. And God says to be strong and to be courageous and not to fear. Because he is with us and he will help us and he will uphold us with his right hand. And and people are not attracted to cowering, worrying, weakness. People will... Join in and follow joy and strength in the midst of chaos and confusion and fear. It makes me think of Jesus in the boat with his disciples in the midst of a storm on the lake. Remember that story in the Bible? The wind is blowing, the tempest is bearing down on them, and they're thinking, we're going to die, we're going to die. And they look to Jesus, their Lord, their leader, their teacher, and he's asleep. He's resting in the boat and they wake him up and they say, Lord, don't you care? I'm paraphrasing. We're going to die. Look around, look around. And he says, oh, you a little faith. How could Jesus rest is because he was the one who could calm the wind and the waves. He has power over all that he has made. It's the, it's the mind blower uh, uh, microphone drop of all time that that Jesus wasn't just a good moral teacher or a religious prophet. He was the creator of everything that exists according to the Bible. And he is in complete control of all of our external circumstances. And nothing happens outside of his control and he promises that all things will work together for good. That should give you and me, if we're thinking, if we've got our heads screwed on straight, reason for joy and the ability to rest in chaotic circumstances, even life-threatening circumstances, right? 
think about this. What are you really in control of anyway? Uh, I, I suffer from this um, syndrome of thinking that I can think ahead, analyze situations, and mitigate problems before they arise. And that causes a lot of worry because the truth is you and I can actually control very little. I mean, I, I have an SA node that controls the, the beating of my heart. I can't start that or stop that. I'm asleep when it's happening for about seven or eight hours all on its own. I can't control much of what happens in my own biology, let alone what other people choose to do. I sat on the, the, the balcony of a restaurant with the sun shining on my face together with uh, my, my, my buddy, and he pointed out the fact that that sun is 92 million miles away and it's shining its rays on us. And if that sun was any further away, we would freeze to death. If it was any closer, we would melt and burn up. I have no control over that. If our earth was off its axis by just a few degrees, the seasons would be off, we would die. If, if the gravitational pull of the moon weren't what it is, if the makeup of, of, of the ratio of water and land and oxygen and nitrogen and, and carbon dioxide were off here on the earth, we, we, we wouldn't live. And we have no control over any of that kind of stuff. And worry comes from trying to control things that we don't have the ability to control. But the joy and the peace comes in knowing that there is one who is the blessed controller of all things. So, when God says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, is that nuts? Is that crazy? Because that's what I want to be able to do. No, it's actually not crazy. It's crazy except if one thing is true. If there really is a loving creator in heaven who is still on his throne, who is not biting his nails over what's going on in the world, but is actually causing all things to work together for good for those who love him. As the blessed controller of all things, he's working all things toward the goal of his will, which is to heavenize the earth, and it even includes difficult and challenging things. If that's true, then as his child, a member of the family of faith, you and I have reason to rejoice, to be strong, to be full of faith and courage to be able to give our requests to God and rest in the boat while the storm rages around us, right? Right? That's the most logical, rational way to think. And if that's true, then worrying and wringing our hands and being filled with anxiety and fear is irrational. It doesn't make sense. If God is who he says he is. So, I wrote this down to share with you. Replace worry and fear with trust and action. Thank you for joining me again. I'm going to be with you. Thank you for being with me. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.